Today's episode is brought to you by Brightbox. Brightbox is an easy and affordable way to brighten someone's day. With Brightbox, you can send someone a quick pick-me-up without all the hassle of running around. The purpose at Brightbox is to lift, love, and serve others. Brighten a day with just a few clicks from your phone, sending a customized box straight to someone's door with the price points of $5, $10, and $15 and free shipping. Find the perfect fit at brightboxes.shop and make sure to follow along on their Instagram at at brightboxes for all kinds of ways where you could serve and give back in the world. For 10% off your first purchase, use code WANNACHAT at checkout. Again, that's promo code WANNACHAT for 10% off your first purchase. Brighten someone's day with a bright box. Hi everyone and welcome to today's episode of the I Just Wanna Chat podcast. I'm Mary and guys, we have a really good show for you today. I'm so excited. I was joined today by Crystal Miller, one of my very best friends in the whole entire world. And together we recapped everything that happened on last night's very infuriating episode of The Bachelor. Guys, who's who's the snake? We don't know. Just kidding. We know it's it's Kaylin and it's Kaylin and Cassie. That's definitely for certain. But there's a little bit of, you know, there's some fishiness going on with Tasha as well. So we'll deep dive into all of it. So stay tuned. It should be a good one. All right, everybody. I'm so excited. And I know I say that every time, but I like, I really, really, truly mean it because I'm here talking with one of my best friends ever, Crystal Miller. Hi, Crystal. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. I was just talking to Crystal and I was telling her that like my only concern about us doing this pod was that I would like get so distracted um, and like want to talk to her about everything in the world because normally like I'll call her to ask her a simple question and then we'll talk on the phone for like 30 minutes. So we're going to have to really rein it in. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, I don't think anybody would mind hearing our interesting conversation for the next four hours. Do you think? I mean, they'd be so blessed if like we just talked about like. (laughs) what color our kids poop is today and like what that could possibly mean that kind I mean of there's a lot of things I have so many stories like that I mean I have two you almost have two we have a lot of poop stories I'm sure yes um everyone would be so interested and I'm just gonna preface this with saying that I'm gonna try to like not look at my phone the whole time while I'm recording this but the news about Tristan and um Jordan Woods just broke and it's going to be really hard to not get distracted because I feel like that's the only thing that matters right now. My opinion. No, it is. My yeah, tell us. Tell what, us your official, I just want to chat preliminary. The news just broke two seconds ago. The, what's going my on? My official opinion is, like, <clears throat> I don't even know what my official opinion is because my gut instinct is Jordan would never be that stupid. Like Jordan has it made. She would never be that stupid. She would never betray the family like that. And, like, for what, you know? Like, and it's not like Tristan is this, like, super handsome guy. Like, I just, I don't, I don't get Those it. were kind of my thoughts. I was like, he's not really that great of a catch to yeah. where it would be worth risking such, Everything. like, a big friendship. Yeah, and yeah. her friendship with, you know, Kylie is gets her a lot of perks. So I'm, like, not really sure why she would give that up for this slimy guy, Tristan, but that, then, like, um, you know. On the other hand... TMZ is a outlet that broke the story. TMZ doesn't run anything that's not approved by uh, Chris Jenner. TMZ had the tape of Tristan cheating for like three months, and they didn't leak it because Chris Jenner told them not to. And then once the story broke by somebody else, they were like, "Okay, I'm gonna we're gonna leak the tape now." Um. So I don't know the TMZ of it all. Yeah, I guess I think if I had heard it anywhere else, I would automatically think it wasn't true. Yeah. Um, especially with like Tristan's fake news post, even though he's obviously such a reliable person. Yeah, but he, like, he just posted on Twitter. He nothing. said, "This is fake news," and it's like, "Wow, very comforting from the always reliable and trustworthy Tristan Thompson." Yeah, if that's where I like to get all my you know good truths from Tristan yeah. Thompson. But so I don't know. For me, it's just because it was on TMZ that makes me kind of think maybe there's some truth to it. But I just, just because she can't be that stupid. No, and I don't know, because I feel bad, because she was the one that was, like, there through the pregnancy, and she didn't ever leak that. Like, she's been really trustworthy and been a good friend this whole time. I just, I don't know, but let's, like, stop talking about that infuriating um, tidbit, and then get on to last night's irritating episode of The Bachelor. Okay. Um, Okay, and let me just start off by saying that, guys, I'm so sorry that there was no recap last week. Like, my guest canceled, and then I kept trying to do it, and 
Y'all, I'm like at the end of my pregnancy right now. Like, I I just sent my mom a picture and said that if the baby drops any lower, he's just gonna fall out. Um, well, that would so be an was, easy labor, though. I mean, that would be really easy, and I would prefer that if he would just fall out. Um, preferably on like a nice pillow or something. But um, I don't know. Just last week, I couldn't swing it. I'm so sorry. My only thoughts that I have to leave you with is I'll miss Demi. I miss her already. But I've loved her social media um, presence since getting off the show. So to me, it's worth it. She was never going to end up with Colton. She was just nice to be on the show. And I liked the send-off that she got. I'm glad that it wasn't just a rose ceremony one. She, like, she deserved better. Yeah, I kind of felt like I never really saw Demi and him together at the end yeah but I really did like Demi she kind of made the show fun and Mm -hmm. I enjoyed seeing like she kind of called things as they were and was honest and funny so I was really sad to see her go and it was so reminiscent of Corinne where it just made the season like so much better and honestly it has been like a good season even though I don't like love any of the girls except for Demi but I don't know and I really liked Kerpa rest in peace yeah anyway but so Kerpa was nice uh, really all we missed last week was it was a bloodbath. There were a ton of girls that went home. Um, and then each girl, when they went home, they told Colton that there are girls, um, what well, they don't say right <laughs> reasons, but they say, they say somebody here is not ready for this. There are girls here who are not ready for this. Find them and get rid of them basically. And basically told him to like protect himself from yeah. these girls, but didn't name any names of who they were. So he was left to like you know it's like a cryptic message given by all these girls going home and like the way that it's all like the same phrasing makes me think that it's really um it's been really filtered through producers and like the producers say like okay well you know if you get sent home like if you have any good feelings towards colton you need to tell him that there are girls here that are not ready for this so like and i think you know also it could be a setup because colton like i feel like literally every single episode he mentions how it's his worst fear that people at the end of this won't be ready and i know that like in previous seasons people have mentioned that at some point in the season but i don't remember hearing it as often as i hear it from colton Mm -hmm. so i kind of think maybe that's why like it just makes good tv because it seems to freak him out every time yeah it just i don't know and i think it's a lot of foreshadowing but we'll see. Um, but anyway, so we pick up uh, this episode where we left off in Vietnam with a sad vlog from Colton, one of our one of the new staples of the show, Colton's sad vlogs. The camera angles aren't getting any better. Um, no, neither is the lighting, it seems like. Yeah, like they need to hook him up with at least an iPhone in portrait mode or something. I don't know, but he's spiraling because all these girls keep telling him verbatim, like, someone's not ready for this. Um, But yeah, so we just get a sad vlog from him, then it's off to Denver. The perfect place to fall in love. How how romantic. Yes, Denver is for lovers. That's what they always say. Yeah, yeah, that's that's her tagline, right? Denver is for lovers. You you think Denver, you think hot. You think lovers. Yep, exactly. That's that's where I want to go. Steamy Denver. (laughs) Well, I could be more steamy um, than, like, going on a train. Uh, and... and then, like, walking a dog. Yeah. Did you see the end credit scene, like, where Tasha got that chocolate on her butt? No, I was I was kind of... Um, I was confused I didn't... about how it got there, but... I'll have to watch that. So she had some chocolate on her butt. You know, I could just fill you know. in. That's all you yes, need to know about it. It thing. was like a funny blooper. She sat in some chocolate. Colton was, like, cleaning it off of her in front of everybody. Like in like a town square type situation and people were taking uh-huh. pictures because it was very clear that this was a bachelor and he's like wiping her butt crack and it's like chocolate. Now that is just too steamy even for Denver. <laughs> yeah, even for the town square of uh, the sex capital of the world, Denver. Yeah, um, I, just, I don't even know. That's just a little <laughs> scandalous. Yeah, just, just a little bit. Um, the producers put the chocolate there for this very steamy scene. Yes, they had to put it at the end of the credits. Um, it was too, uh, too. So all the prude people like me would have like turned it off before I saw. Yeah. You know, I, I wait for the bloopers for the sexual content. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, (laughs) so they're in Denver and, uh, we open up with a, in the moment interview with Cassie and there's dramatic music in the background and she's talking about this week and how it will be a good week and there will be no drama. 
Um, and therefore, you know that she's the villain of the episode. Just yeah, little does she know. Yeah, little does she know. Even though she knows, she yeah, knows that this isn't going to sure. go well for her. Um, but yeah, but um, all is well in Zion because we've been blessed with a Ben H cameo. The season has been saved. Oh, I love Ben. Can we just talk about him for the rest of the time? Remember how, like, all these girls were supposed to be for him? Like, this was supposed to be his season? It was just a sad reminder. But he's so handsome. If only he believed in science and modern medicine. I just think he's, like, I'll go on The Bachelor if he's ever on again. That's But, like, you need to be the one to change his opinion on vaccines. Oh, oh, I can't even touch that. Like, don't even tell me about that. I don't want to think of him as anything less than perfect. I mean, someone's just got to tell him that, like, we don't need kids with measles. Like, there's, we could, if, if only there Especially was Especially your kids. This. You're too much of a god <laughs> to have children who could die of polio. Like, he has to, you know what I mean? He's, Protect he's those so jewels. Handsome. Anyway, but Colton confides in Ben um, about the they're not ready situation and, like, Ben's advice was nothing groundbreaking, but Colton does reveal that he was falling in love with multiple people, um, which I'm sure, like, Ben's ears perked up, and he's like, oh, well, remember on my season? I told two girls I love them. Don't do that. But luckily for us, <laughs> yeah. they, uh, they cut that out. Um, but I'm positive that that conversation happened. Um, like, be careful. Don't do what I did. Yeah. Yeah, and I kind of thought it was interesting how his, like, only response was, like, how do you feel about that? Yeah. Or how does that make you feel? And we're like, as soon as the cameras stop, you know you're going to give him some real advice. But how and does like, he feel about it? And it's becoming, like, so clear. Do you need me to pause? Nope, you're good. Okay, cool. I just heard one of Crystal's kids lovingly call out for her. Um, He's drawing in my room now. He was going to watch a movie, but that lasted all of four minutes. So, lovely. having an art show. <laughs> um, but so... I can't even remember where we left off, but Colton... Oh, this is what I was going to say. It's... Like, I could predict exactly how this episode was going to shake out. Um, Like, Colton is affected because the girls that are in question are the ones that he's, like, the most into. The most into? Yeah. If this was about Kerpa and if this was about Taisha... He would have sent them home, I feel like. Yeah, like, he would have right sent away, them home immediately. Like, oh, well. There wouldn't have been tears, like, but it, since it's about his, like, 23-year-old blonde perfect pageant women, like, he's he's torn up inside. Um, but anyway, Colton. Well, and I'll say, you know, I like, I really do like Colton, but I think that he, like, is kind of dumb in some ways because he constantly says he doesn't want, like, to have fake people here and he like asked Taisha to tell him who those girls are and then he acts extremely heartbroken by Taisha's revelation that it's these girls and then he, but then he doesn't it. do anything yeah. about it yeah so it's like why did you even ask you know who you're keeping you don't care if people are telling you there's red flags yeah you just want to cry about it on tv and then still keep these girls exactly like, like you know and Hannah B will go into that later um but yeah it's like he's saying that he's wanting one thing but like all his choices are not reflective of that but, no. um, so Colton meets up with all the girls at, like, a park, and they all started, like, moaning with excitement, and I was like, uh, this is extremely weird. And then <laughs> I realized, very uncomfortable. And then I realized that he brought his dog with him, and I just, like, didn't catch that, and, like, all the excited moans were for the dog, which is nice, but I was like, why are they all... <laughs> Still like, weird, oh, I'll be honest. Still kind of weird. Hi! And I was like, this is very... I know, again, that Denver is a sexual city, but this is very weird. Um, but, it's strange to have such a public sexual greeting. Yeah, but it was just for even a dog, in Denver. So it's, not, so it's not strange, right? Um, I mean, I guess not. I we, we can probably let him moan for a dog. <laughs> it was just, it, I was like very like, off put for a second, and I realized it's because I wasn't looking when they showed the dog. But um, the first one on one of the week goes to Tasha, um, which is weird, kind of because like her last one on one was so recent. Um, and she's been getting like so much time lately. Um, but I was excited cause I do like her, but you know yeah. that she got the one-on-one because she was going to be the whistleblower of this whole situation. Yeah. And I like Tasha a lot. And so when he said basically like, I am asking you because I know it's not you. Like I know you're honest. I, I kind of believe that I do feel like Tasha's genuine. Mm-hmm. 
But at the end of it all, I don't really know that I see the same connection. But maybe that's because all of the time they had together was wasted on her tattling on the other girls. So I didn't get to see their connection as deeply because he seemed so bummed the rest of the date after that. And like him asking Tasha to like confide in him and stuff kind of struck me as him basically like it read as if he was saying you're not the girl that um that everyone's talking about please tell me which one of these 23 year olds i can marry like it seemed kind of like a like a where friend like it was like a friend zony yeah conversation because if bit. he's in love with Tasha, then he doesn't care yeah who the girls are that are not here for the right reasons like in his mind if he sees Tasha at the end of it then it's like these girls can go home one by one in whatever order yeah like if he's with the other if he's with one girl and he's like wanting to talk about the other ones like that's not a good sign in the same way where it's not a good sign for like girls to go spend their time talking, talking to about Colton other about other girls it's definitely not a good sign when Colton's like hey we have this one-on-one date but let's talk about what's going on at home yeah tell me which girls are not genuine I know you're genuine but apparently that's not enough for me so yeah. tell me who I else you know like who else is safe I know I kind of got the same vibe it was very weird, but um, and it was kind of like setting her up for drama because she doesn't seem like somebody who really gets into drama that yeah, much. Like, but I he like set her was... up and then told on her. Yeah, like I didn't think that she was like dying to go be the whistleblower and stuff, but she was asked, so she was honest. But um, back at the house, it cuts back to the house, and Cassie and Kaylin are chatting about how they know they aren't the snakes in the house and how they feel safe <laughs> because um, Tasha doesn't really know them. And I'm like, mm, yeah, you guys have another thing coming. Um, yeah, and it's also like I thought that part was weird too because they were like, well, if Tasha's going to talk bad about anybody, it's not going to be us because she doesn't know us. It would have to be somebody she's friends with. And I'm like, that goes against Girls 101. Even if she yeah. didn't have something bad to say about you, if the opportunity comes up, she's going to trash you before any of her friends. Like, you and know? this is exactly what um, like Kerpa and stuff were, and Tasha were saying. Like, you guys are the only ones, like, showing a lot of guilt. Like, when this situation was brought up, like, you didn't see the other girls freaking out. Um, right. But back at the date, Tasha drops the right reasons bombs. Um, she names Cassie and Kaylin, says that they aren't genuine, says that they're not there for the right reasons, saying that they're already talking about being the next Bachelorette and that they don't think that they're ready for engagement. First of all, I don't... One thing that I don't like that, like, Kerpa and Taisha did is, like, you can't say that someone's ready for marriage or if they're not, you know? Well, they have no no way to know. Yeah, so, like, that really is, like, a personal thing to, like, other people. So when Kaylin, Kaylin was the one who kept, like, trying to drive this home, like, like you can't tell me that I'm not ready for marriage. Like, the only person that could decide that is me. So that's where Taisha and Kerpa are in the wrong. Right. But this whole thing gives me pause because... I trust Tasha so much. This is just like the TMZ thing. I trust Tasha so much. But one, I don't think that Cassie and Kaylin would be stupid enough to have this conversation with other people around or with right. cameras around. And they would have had to have this conversation like while traveling when there's like no cameras. But like, why would they have this around the people that they're competing against? Like, and especially the ones they don't consider, like, a friend. Yeah. Like, Taisha. Or they, like, do, but can like, why not they, why very Why would close. they tell this to Katie, you know? Yeah. I don't even, like, okay, that was a weird thing from the last episode, too. Like, I don't even remember Katie at all until the last episode. You know what? I, like, loved Katie. I thought that Katie was going to be, like, in the top four until, like, the oh, last did you? two episodes. Just because her screen time kept being, like, less and less. But in the beginning of the season, it was kind of Katie-heavy. Well, maybe that's what it is. I feel like the last few, she kind of just faded into the background. Mm-hmm. So then when she came back last time, I was like, wait, who's Katie? And now she's like the key to all this drama. Yes. Um, she's going to have quite the showing at Women Tell All. Oh, gosh. But yeah. Um, but yeah, but like, so it just gives me pause because like I trust Tasha, but like we would have seen this, but maybe not. But also like everything she's saying does check out. Like I could see Kaylin and Cassie saying all this stuff like. Oh, I'm not really ready for engagement. Or, like, I could definitely see them trying to be the next Bachelorette. Well, yeah, I could definitely That's see like, that being an end goal for either one of them. Yeah, so, like, none of it shocked me. But Colton was horrified because you know that he loves Cassie and he likes Kaylin. I um, thought Cassie seemed more genuine at the beginning of the season when she was, like, one of many. But now that it's getting down, like, after her one-on-one, I feel like she – I just – I don't trust her as much. Yeah, we'll talk about that, like, a lot later because I have, like, okay. a lot of notes on it. 
Um, and if I get going on a tangent, then I'll repeat it like 14 times. But um, we, uh, we can wait. It's worth the wait. We're, it's, let me hype up my uh, Cassie expose. But yeah, like I loved Cassie in the beginning. But anyway, it's the nighttime portion of the date. They cook. They talk about what to expect at hometowns. She says that her dad might be kind of hard on him. Um, she gets a rose. She's headed to hometowns. Colton's feeling good about her. Um, that's really all that there is to report. Of course, they had to make a virgin plug and take a trip to his bedroom and say, this is not where the magic happens. <laughs> yeah, that was like, It's like, wow, why? What do you mean? <laughs> oh, you're a virgin? Wow. But anyway. I back, had no idea. Back at the house, um, Kaylin gets a one-on-one date. And then um, the next morning, Tasha tells Kerpa about her conversation with Colton. Um, and I trust Kerpa. I do trust Kerpa a lot. And I do trust Tasha too. But again, just like, I don't know why these girls would, why Kaylin and Cassie would say these things around other girls if they're saying them at all. Like, I can right. picture them saying it at all, but like strategic, strategically speaking, it makes no sense. And I, well, and like, and I don't feel bad for them if they are talking about being the bachelorette in front of other people or that they're not ready to get engaged in front of other people. No, yeah, and I don't either. And another thing, too, is that I wonder, like, um, I don't know, like, because they're both denying that these conversations ever even happened, and it seems like what comes from, like, what came from Tasha's mouth to Colton to Kaylin and then back to Tasha all kind of changed, because from Tasha she just basically said, like, I don't think they're ready for this. They talked about being the bachelor. And then mm. Kaylin back to Tasha was like, you told Colton that if he had proposed, I would say no. And I'm like, I don't know. I feel like it all kind of gets lost in yeah. this translation a, of like, like what of was actually said? What conversation did they actually hear? You know? Well, um, on their date, kind of like going off that. First of all, like they go snowball, snowboarding, which made me think like, I feel like football players boarding. like aren't raft. Did I say balling? Snowboarding. But I feel like <laughs> football players aren't allowed to go s- snowboarding. Like, I feel like... No, I don't that, think There's, so. like, too much risk, right? But he said yeah. that he'd done it his whole life, so I don't know. Um, but after snowboarding, Colton confronts Kaylin about the Tasha convo. Kaylin definitely looks like she was expecting this. She lets out a few, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this, I'm terrified, and says it's completely fabricated. And what I noticed was the same way that she denies... All this stuff was the same way that she denied everything that happened with that Hannah B drama. Yes. Like, same words, same cadence, same, like, I got this. Like, there's no way this other girl is going to come out on top. Um, Like, fake worried type-ness about it. And, I mean, I thought that she was on the wrong side of history with the Hannah B stuff, too. So, Mm -hmm. I don't trust her at all. No, and to me, I feel like I don't trust Colton's gut either because twice he's had two girls tell him that Kaylin is not a genuine person yeah and twice he's like asked Kaylin she's like no that's fabricated they're lying and he's like you're right you are genuine like you know what I mean yeah like where there's smoke there's fire and it's like who's gonna be confronted and be like no they were right I'm not genuine of course she's gonna say it's a lie but she can't really back it up or explain it or anything you know she just says that's not true and and I just don't trust her I think she's a mean girl like I've always thought it and then Caitlin says that she's ready for an engagement and then tells the producers, I better get an, get an effing rose because I will call, if not, I will call this B word out. And that's interesting for two reasons. Number one, that doesn't really sound like someone who's there like for the right reasons. Like if you're trying to prove to somebody that like you're not there just for a show, mm-hmm. focusing on like the game like aspects of the show probably isn't your best move. And two like a little like antidote um christina from nick vial season christina from russia yeah who has always been in talks to be the bachelorette for like the last like couple seasons she's always been in the running then they go with somebody else she um she started tweeting these things saying like questioning kaylin's intentions because of that i better get an effing rose comment and that's interesting because Kay- Christina is in the running for the Bachelorette, and Kaylin is probably one of our most clear Bachelorette picks from the season, right? So, like, that was a 
That was just something I wanted to point out. Like, no, and that stood out to me too, mostly just because I feel like if somebody, if you were really in love with somebody and somebody else spread a rumor about you that was going to, you know, ruin your relationship, I feel like you'd be more hurt than angry mm-hmm. and you'd focus more on like, if she ruined what I had with Colton, like I couldn't even fathom the heartbreak, blah, 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 instead of like, I better get the rose this week or they'll be held to pay. I mean, yeah, like she was just so focused on continuing in the game, probably because she knows if she goes home in the top seven, it like lessens her chance of being, you know, the bachelorette. Because I yeah. feel like the last few have gone home a lot, like in the top three and four, haven't they? Yeah, it's normally like top, top three. Um, yeah, that's kind of what I thought. So she needs to hang on and build a presence and get that row. Yeah, and like we'll talk about bachelorette picks later because. I just don't think that our next Bachelorette is going to come from the season. Before, I thought that it was Kaylin, like, for sure, hands down, and I was so annoyed about it. But, like, she was just painted in such a bad light last night. Where... I don't think I could watch a whole season of Kaylin. She's just yeah. not genuine. And she just doesn't, I don't know, like, I'm, like, not, like, endeared by her at all. But anyway, nighttime no, me portion, neither. Colton is spiraling. She gives him a more polished, rehearsed response of... How she prays to God that at the end of this they get married and they have kids. And then she pulls out the big guns and she tells him that she's falling in love with him. Another thing I like don't really buy, but whatever. She gets Rose. Colton knows that he's falling in love with her. All right. Like, that's... All is well, except he doesn't listen. Yeah. And then they go to um, the Red Rocks Amphitheater. And out comes a country singer I've actually heard of. Very rare on this show. Um, I don't know if like other people know who he is, but his name was Brett Young and I only know him because there's like a billboard of him by my house and I like drive by it all the time. I feel like I've heard his name before, but I can't really pinpoint what songs he sings. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, I don't know. He, and his face wasn't very familiar to me. Yeah. Like, so I don't know if he is like a a big time country person, but I do know that I know his name because he is on a billboard near my home. Um, but back at the house, uh, the date card is red. Hannah B gets a one-on-one. And the next morning, uh, Kaylin tells Cassie what Tasha told Colton. That sounded like such a roundabout sentence. Kaylin tells mm-hmm. Cassie what Tasha told Colton. Um, yes. <laughs> and then Kaylin, t- then Kaylin confronts Tasha. Um, and, you know, like for somebody who hates confrontation, as much as Kaylin keeps alleging that she does, she sure lo- like she sure loves dramatic one-on-one sit-downs that she gets to like run game on. Like the same thing happened no. with Hannah B. She's like, I hate confrontation. But I rolled my eyes so hard when she said that. She yeah. was like, I hate confrontation. But and I'm like, well, if you hate confrontation, you could just sit back and say nothing because it doesn't really need to be addressed. Yeah. And she hates confrontation, but each time now. She takes it upon herself to be, like, the one in charge of these confrontations and be like, I'm going to take this person aside and I'm going to sit them down and I'm going to rule the conversation and it's gonna, I'm going to put the other person on the defensive even though I'm being the one accused of something. Right. Um, I just, you know, it's, it's a mean girl thing. It's a... I feel like it shows that she deals with this stuff a lot. But Tasha says plainly, what sparks all this is a conversation that she had. Um, or what sparks all this was the conversation that Katie had with Colton. Um, and then she says that after that conversation, Cassie and Kaylin both acted defensively after. And everybody, so that's why everybody thinks it's them. Um and mad props to Tasha here because she, I feel like, responded so articulately and just like very passively. Yeah, and just and like, was, like these are the facts. What she thought, yeah, yeah. And like, I didn't go to like try to like narc you out. Colton asked. She's me. like, I didn't want to talk about you. It was brought up. I gave my opinion. I have nothing else to trash talk you about or to say. So like, mm-hmm. and you know, Kaylin does bring up the um, the point of only Kaylin gets to decide if she's ready for marriage or not. Which, again, is true. The one good point she yeah. brought up. Um, and it's true, but, like, it just kind of adds, like, another layer of frustration to all this. Because I wish that Tasha and Kerpa just would have only attacked the truths. Like, the hard truths that they know, allegedly, about, like, the Bachelorette conversation and them saying that they're not going to get engaged. Like, I wish that they just took their opinions out of it because it would have made everything, like, so much more credible. Right. 
Um, and then next is a one-on-one date with Hannah B. And you know that she's not going to make this through, like make it through this because statistically, if she gets the rose, then that only leaves Cassa, Cassie or Hannah G for the hometowns. Mm-hmm. And you know it's not one or the other. Like, you know that he's not, like, letting go of Hannah G. And you know no. that this isn't going to shake out negatively for Cassie. Like, Cassie's going to make it. She's still my pick for a winner. Uh, Hannah like, G's going to make it through. But I don't even – it's hard for me to even recap Hannah's B's date because I feel like it was done so poorly. Yeah. Like, I – and I feel like I just went into it knowing that, like, it wasn't going to work out. So I didn't really pay too much attention to it. Um, but also Hannah B like did get to go meet his family, which historically like isn't a good sign. Um, other than like Raven on next season, normally people go home on the days that they meet the family early. Yes. Which annoys me so badly because I feel like as a woman, that would feel like a good sign to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, why would you take somebody home? Yeah. Like that you weren't sure about why would you introduce this person Mm -hmm. to your family? Yeah. So, I mean, I know historically speaking, but, like, I just feel like if I were on the date, I would have been, like, he thinks that I'm the one he wants to, you know. I'm sure she was so excited. Yeah. Like, that's a really exciting date. So, I was kind of frustrated about that. Yeah. And I, first of all, before we kind of breeze through this date, I just got to say the genes are so strong in Colton's family. He looked exactly like everybody who was sitting on that couch. Um, Like a whole set of twins. Yeah. Yeah. One sec, what is happening on our Skype right now? Okay, everything's good. Um, anyway, so they talked to the parents. Not much to report here, except for Colton says that he's falling in love, um, that he's not falling in love with Hannah B, which again, bye Hannah. It's been nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, then she had to like tell her his mom that she's in love with Colton, and that just makes things awkward because she's so vulnerable, you know? Yeah, like it's all, it's just, it's not good, but... Um, it's a nighttime portion now. Colton's kind of grasping at straws, trying to see if there's any way to make it work with Hannah, and it's not. There, like, there's no way to make it work. Um, so he breaks things off with Hannah B. And I loved her during this goodbye. I feel like this was a really good um, bachelorette bid. Um, mm-hmm. That I deserve to be chosen every day. Yeah, and like she's saying, I'm glad you won't meet my family if you're not ready. I don't deserve that. Which, again, loved that. Um, and her parting words were, listen to people about things and about people's intentions. And yet again, Colton doesn't investigate any further, which was stupid. Um, mm-hmm. But So does that make, like, four girls now who have told him, like, there's a yeah. snake in the house in so many words? And he has ignored all of them officially. And <laughs> um, uh. And so there's really, like, three approaches that people take to their bachelor departure. Um, They're either an emotional wreck, or they have the kind bachelorette-type edit, or they have the pissed approach, like, where they're just, like, so pissed off. And she was definitely a mix of the last two. Um, Yes. Very, very pissed, but um, also, like, very graceful. And had yeah, all she her tropes. handled it with a lot of composure. The only time mm-hmm. I saw pissed was when she said, I'm pissed. Yeah. And then, right. but then she makes a couple of spot on remarks. She says, I thought we, I thought he wanted somebody who will challenge him and has depth, but that's not it. I, I don't know who it's going to be if it's not me. Um, because again, like other than Kerpa, um, who we basically know for sure is not going to make it at this point. And Taisha, we're not really seeing a lot of depth. We're just seeing beautiful blonde women. Who... And a lot of, like, making out and stuff. Yeah. Especially with Cassie. I don't really see, which I'm sure we'll get to Cassie mm-hmm. later, so I'll wait. But Well, and Hannah yes, G. I like, we don't really know anything about Hannah, Hannah G. When she had to, like, open up, she, like, just talked about her parents' divorce and how it was kind of traumatic. But, like, they just make out all the time and she's beautiful. Like, that's that's what she has. Yes, but didn't you think it, on last week, I thought it was hilarious when Kaylin was like, Hannah, I think it was Kaylin that said, Hannah G needs to stop relying on her rely. looks and like have a depth. And I was like, what? It's like, you're a freaking Miss USA like, contestant. That is so hypocritical yeah. if I've ever heard it. But yeah, I don't see a whole lot of depth left. I think Tasha's probably the only girl yeah. with any depth that I see. I don't know. Maybe Cassie will redeem herself. 
we'll talk about it. I don't yeah, know. We'll see. But then her final words are very bachelorette They say, the desire of my heart is to be desired by someone fearlessly. I will not allow myself to feel, to not feel chosen every single day. Again, very bachelorette Only time will tell. I don't think I kind that of, she made I it quite like far she enough. Would be, no, and I, I think she would be a cute bachelorette. Yeah, like, I mean, and I definitely, she's the most likable out of all of our options. Like, I don't like any of the other girls at all. So, and I liked Hannah B. No, so. but I'm like, I can't think of any. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did too. So it's hard for me. I watched her Instagram stories today. Did you watch them? No, I need to. And she basically, people had like. All right, sorry for the jump cut, everybody. We have kids. Something like, like. Crystal, sw- yeah, Crystal thing <laughs> dropped in the like we whatever, whatever. I'm sorry. Um, anyway, so I'm just gonna jump to group date time. Colton comes in on a train. Uh, his outfit is very confusing to me because he was wearing like two jackets and a long scarf, but then the girls were wearing like light denim jackets, and I feel like the girls were the ones who were dressed for the weather, not him. He was like a little overdressed. Well, like they they shot it in like October. I don't know how cold it is there. In, in the city of love, Denver. Yeah, but, um, yeah. I don't know. It's very steamy. I've heard you don't need a jacket at all. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So Colton, uh, pulls Heather aside first, and this was very shocking to me. She tells him that he's special, but she doesn't think it's fair to him to take her to her hometown because she doesn't know confidently that she's ready for that. And do you feel like her approach going into it was to go home? I I don't know because initially when she started the conversation mm-hmm. I was under the impression that she wanted more clarity from yeah, him. Yeah, like she wanted some like confirmation from him. And yes. then I think Colton saw it as his easy out, so he's like, "Yeah, I can't give that to you." And then she just left gracefully, which I was yeah. shocked. I was shocked that um I was too. And I think maybe she presented it like, well, because she, when she, I don't know, going into it sounds like, hey, I need a little more confirmation before mm-hmm. I take him to my hometown. But her conversation with him sounded like, I don't know if I can get there yeah. by next week. And so then I was kind of like, well, what's he supposed to say? Like, and obviously he, I don't know. I like Heather. I think she's cute. But I always, it was never she there seemed very them. naive and it was never there. Like, she just had her first kiss. How is she ready for marriage? You I, know, I shouldn't judge her yeah. readiness, but... I think it was a fun trip for her. I think it yes. was a fun trip and a fun experience. Um, but she clearly takes things very slow. So how is somebody who takes things very slow? It just doesn't seem like a good yeah. setup to get married within two months. She seems like somebody who wants to be careful, which is a good thing. Just didn't seem like her type of way to meet your spouse like, and get married and whirlwind. She, she struck me as a person who would have hung on until the very end. and would have been like very emotionally distraught. But instead, we just got a very quick goodbye for Heather. Yes. I was just... No, I was shocked, too. Because and of how nice she appeared to me, I just kind of figured she would be in love with him. You yeah, know what I mean? I thought she would have had some kind of attachment because of the kiss. Yes, me Even too. though that was not her first kiss. No, was it not? I've heard, like, many stories on, like, Facebook groups and stuff of people who, like, can show that they're, like, mutual friends with her on Facebook. And they're like, yeah, she... She's kissed people, but she just, like, doesn't count it. You can't just, like, not count it. Unless it happened in, like, preschool. Yeah. Like, it just. Okay. Well, that makes me feel a little better. I mean, I never thought it was, like, I don't really judge other people's, you know, the way that they choose to interact in their relationships. Mm -hmm. I did think it was kind of, like, remember when she was talking about her first kiss and he was, like, you dated that guy for, like, eight months or something and he never tried to kiss you? Mm Mm-hmm. I did think that I, was, like, a little bit fishy. I feel like that was something that she considered a relationship, but really it wasn't a relationship. Well, it had to have been, because I can't really imagine going eight months, like, without kissing. Well, yeah, like... I don't know. Okay, like, Crystal kn- knew me very well in my dating life um, up in Provo, because we were roommates. Like, I would get so attached to these dudes, and, like, in my mind, like, I was so attached to them, where I look back on it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, like, they were, like, an ex. But really, like, we went on, like, a couple dates... And then, like, nothing ever happened. But, like, my attachment to them was so, like, like I built it up as Next a relationship level. in my mind. So I consider them an ex. No, Really, okay. like, on paper. They weren't. Okay, I have a similar. Because remember that, like, cowboy guy I dated in Oklahoma when I was, yeah. like, 15? Well, I mean, 
to me, we dated for 10 months because we texted every day for 10 months and we like had had like a summer fling. And so it lasted until like the next April. So I thought we were in a real relationship. But whenever I tell it to other people, they're like, I don't think he knew you guys were dating for yeah. 10 months. But like, you know, so I'm kind of wondering if hers was sort of like that because it's a real relationship to me. But I guess maybe not to him. I don't know. Yeah. I just, so Heather was probably like a me, like a younger, naive version of me and uh, you. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, many, many people. But um, all yeah. of us have a little Heather. We all have a little Heather. Um, yes. Unless you're, but I was surprised by her author. clarity, by her level-headedness yeah. and her ability to just be honest. Um, and also I don't she know, had to know what that she this wanted, wasn't but... that she wasn't it. Yeah, well, I could tell just like I don't know, just by their personalities, they just didn't seem like yeah. they seemed to have fun together. But I couldn't see it happening it's, forever. It's better to get to go home on your own terms than to be sent home. If I was on The Bachelor, I would want to go home by you know by like having this grand moment where I left. Yes. You know what I mean? So she did good on her. It went well. But I don't know if that's what she wanted. Exactly. So after Heather is gone, Karpa and Cassie talk. And Cassie says that she's nervous about the Kayla and Tasha thing. And she she says, I don't want this to follow me, which basically is an admission of guilt. Because, um, like, we don't hear, like, Hannah G talking about this stuff, you know? Or, like, no. We didn't mm-hmm. hear Heather being like, oh, what if he thinks I'm here for the wrong reasons? It's like you didn't give anybody any ammunition to think that. So... No, and so why is Cassie? Because at this point, as far as I'm aware, Cassie wasn't aware really under any fire. Like, Colton hadn't brought it up to her like he did to Caitlin. Mm-hmm. So she, why would she think it would, you know, like, follow her? Yeah. You know? Unless she felt like she had said something that would follow her. And this is where... I am going to sound so dumb or maybe biased is the right word, when I talk about Cassie. So -hmm. that's just like our warning. But let me just say, Cassie is a girl who knows how to play the game. She knows how to play boys. And, like, I hate hate wrong reasons conversations because, of course, all of them are not there only to to find love. They're there for opportunity, whether it's opportunity for a fun experience or for travel or for Instagram followers. They're all there for, like, an opportunity. Well, because they know that only, like, one out of 30 of them is actually going to find love. So yeah, if that's if you all go, you're there for. If you go on there thinking, this is my only chance to, chance to find love, you're a, a, an idiot. Like, yeah. like Especially you look like a model. Especially because you're yeah. all pretty. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're beautiful women mm-hmm. with, like, you know, that are clearly very personable if you could get onto a TV show. Yeah. Like, you could find love in a very normal way, too. So wrong reasons conversations are irrelevant. It's normal. Everybody on there is there for opportunity. Cassie had an opportunity to come on the show, and I don't blame her for taking it. One sec. <laughs> Sorry, I had to sneeze. Um, I don't blame her for coming on the show um, and taking that opportunity, but there's a something that, like, I can't explain. Just all I can tell you is that, like, she knows how to play the game. And, like, girls like her, I'm sorry. I know that, like, we shouldn't generalize girls. But I've, like, I've met Cassie's. Like, I've been around, like, Cassie's my whole life. I feel like every girl, like, knows, like, a a Cassie who's just, like, so beautiful and, like, just knows how to play boys, knows how to talk to them, knows how to navigate social situations. Um, And, like, she's had boys love her her whole entire life. And she knows how to play with that. She knows how to... She can work it to her advantage. Like, she knows how to work it. She knows, like, the right things to say. And, again, that's not, like, a knock against her, but just it makes her interactions less genuine because of course she's going to excel in a situation like this. Um, well, that's just who she is. Yeah, yeah. I felt the same way. And when before, and she kind of like, I don't know how it, it all like through the progression of the show, you can just tell by the way she adapts to situations that she knows what she's doing. Cause at the beginning she seemed so sweet and genuine and quiet, mm-hmm. but then she like, you know, it just has changed and she just got off of a TV show. Didn't she? Yeah, so she was filming another TV show um, about, like, dating life at, like, a conservative Christian university. Yeah. Um, And, like, just, I don't know. She gives me So she knows what they're looking for. Exactly. And, like, how to play a character on TV. Yeah. And And how to, like, make a reality TV show, which is actually not super reality sometimes. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. She knows how to 
act. She's she knows how to navigate these situations. But so then Kerpa and Colton spend some time together. And I think Kerpa knows that she has no chance. So she feels like she could be the whistleblower. Um, and she didn't exactly like throw Cassie under the bus, but she like, I don't know, like, she like alluded to it. Yeah. She like left Cassie at the bus stop. Like we could say that. Like, yes. like she, she left her at the bus stop. I she like was that. like, okay, like you could just kind of like, here's my information. Take with it like how you want. Um, and then Cassie and Kerpa, they have their, their confrontation and Cassie is playing Kerpa just like she's played every, I'm sure she's played every situation like this in her whole life. She seems like so confident and so like not shaken by by this confrontation because she knows right. how to play it like and, and again, she knows that she's gonna come out on top yeah like she knows that she's gonna come out on top she knows that like kerpa is like not a threat and i'm sure i sound like i have a vendetta against every like pretty person like who's like skinny and has a ton of instagram followers and is like from a well-connected family in la and who knows like maybe i do maybe i just hate pretty blonde people but like i know Cassie. <laughs> and this is not the show for you mary <laughs> <laughs> just kidding yeah but no i get you i think as a girl it's it's not really even like everyone's blonde it's just fake people like cassie's yeah and you know what if you are thinking right now i don't like i'm not relating to them i don't know a cassie congratulations you're a cassie (laughs) yes that's what i'm saying life must have been so easy for you (laughs) if you don't know what we're talking about then you are the cassie that's yeah exactly if, if you're like sitting there and you're like beautiful urban outfitters like knit crop top right now and you're like hmm like i don't feel like i know who they're talking about it's you it's you yeah for sure Um, you congratulations i am so blessed that you listen to the podcast that makes me feel cooler but i've known cassie's and i can spot it from my from a mile away and yet i can't explain it but like just her calling kerpa like desperate and all those things Mm -hmm. it just read so she knows how to navigate these situations she knows that she's gonna end up on top she's always come out on top and she's going to throw around these words like desperate and stuff. Just because- well, and even just the all of her conversations this whole episode were just mm. so Cassie. Like from the very beginning when they had that obviously stage conversation where they had to talk about what um, Tasha might say. Yeah. She was like, oh, surely it won't be about no. us. You know, and then like her like, I hope it's not following me. And yeah. like the whole thing is like, yeah, she knows exactly what she's doing. But then so Colton comes back after the conversation and says that he um, because he has a conversation with Cassie and Cassie's like, this is a lie. It's a lie. Blah, blah, blah. But um, Colton comes back and he says he can't make a decision yet. So he needs a nighttime portion. Um, Something quick to note about Hannah Mm -hmm. G, who was another person that I would put in the same category as Cassie's, but she just hasn't had to deal with any drama. So we haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. she stands up and she has like a napkin on her lap it falls to the ground so she just takes that like napkin litter and just kicks it somewhere else <gasps> instead of like picking it up that's kind of like telling right yeah it's yeah. kind of like a sign of maybe like entitlement. princess behavior yeah. yes entitlement yeah so anyway just something to note um anyway it's a nighttime portion he takes hannah first and then Ka- kerpa and cassie are left alone and clearly there's supposed to be a confrontation there but there's none he grabs Rose for Hannah G. He immediately gives it to Hannah. Hannah goes back, tells the girls that there was an altercation between Kerpa and Cassie, which is misleading. Because she doesn't, an altercation isn't just like an argument. That makes it seem like they brawled. Yes. And unfortunately, they did not. Um, but then back at the date, Kaylin comes and vouches for Cassie, which was very that weird. was weird and you know it was even weirder when Kaylin walked in and cassie acts like she doesn't know why she's here yeah. and acts all confused like what could Kaylin be like, doing Kaylin here already has a rose like you know that if Kaylin's trash talking anybody it's not going to be you cassie you guys are besties or whatever yeah. you know so like don't be so shocked and then in a move that surprised no one cassie gets the rose which proves that there's no justice but there's also like no surprises she's still exactly. she's gonna there's be order in the world yeah but she, Kerpa goes home and Kerpa took it well. She took it. She did. Like a champ. I, I think her. she already knew. Like when you're, when you live in a world full of Cassies and you're not one, you like already know. You yeah. Know? And I just, I wish that we got to know Kerpa a little bit more. Um, and I feel like if our bachelor had more depth, then Kerpa would have went further. Stayed. Yeah, I agree. And also I kind of feel like it's telling of Colton, the girls that he keeps around. Mm-hmm. I can't remember who said it, but one of them said like he only is keeping shallow girls. Yeah. 
Exactly. And, and he the, is. It's like when Hannah B said, like, he says that he wants all these things, but the girls that he's picking aren't reflecting that. It's And it's, it's true. so true. Anyway, that's the episode. Nope, agree completely. I'm not excited for Hometowns. Hometowns is always, like, my least favorite episode anyway. But the preview didn't look that juicy. Um, right. I... No. Yeah, so I don't know. But this was a good episode. I feel like it flew by more than others have. No, it did. It was good. I liked yeah. it. And there was lots of drama at every turn. Mm-hmm. So that which, was good. Which, I mean, was nice. Um, and I loved getting a good look of Denver. Planning my I next, did. Uh, That's really vacation. why I was like, you know, yeah, that was the whole reason I watched and came on this because I wanted to do like a shout out for Denver. Yes. Where I've never been. <laughs> yeah, like a place I've never been to. But... <laughs> and I probably won't travel. It's it's high on the list. I've spent some time at their airport. It, it was fine. It was nice. They had a, they had a Chick-fil-A. Um, yeah, it was very glam. But anyway, Crystal, thank you so much for coming yes. on. Can you please tell everybody where to find you online if you want to be found? Um, well... You're an amazing photographer, so please shout out your photography Oh, yes. Okay, I'll shout it out. If you live in a very local area, um, you can find me. Local to where? Oh, sorry. To, like, L.A. (laughs) If if you just, like, live locally anywhere. If um, you live in L.A. and you're looking for, like, a real, genuine, not skinny, not blonde friend. Yeah. um, You can find me at Crystal Miller Photography. A long name on Instagram. I mean, the length of it is worth it. She took our bridal photos um, back in the day, and I. I have, think you were my first. You were like my first session. I have them hanging up all over my house, just mm, shrines so to me and Alex's twenty-year-old love. It was Our very was cute. 20, was Your love with Alex was better than the Bachelor. We should do like a Mary and Alex love story episode. I mean, and by we, I mean you guys. But I would I love think, to be on it. Too. I think everybody would love to just listen to me talk for thirty minutes and then have my husband occasionally say, "Uh huh." Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah I, uh, I think that's. Uh, I think that's good. Um. Anyway, Crystal, thank you so much for coming on. Yes, today. thank you Everybody, for having me. Thank you so much for listening. Again, I'm gonna try to keep the shows regular, but I'm 38 weeks pregnant, y'all. Like, I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll, we will see. Um, my induction date is scheduled for the third. So, we, again, oh yay. We'll see. Hopefully he comes before that. I so don't want to get induced again. But anyway, everyone, make sure to follow me on Instagram at I Just Want to Chat Podcast. You can follow my personal account at, at Mary Person Art. Pearson Art. Um, follow me on Twitter at, at Mary Person. And most importantly, join our Facebook group. Our Facebook group is so much fun. Um, there's always fun contests and juicy gossip and stuff going on in there. So just search I Just Want to Chat and then add yourself to the group. I'll let you in. Well, and I'll say. I added myself to that group. Well, I think you added me. And I live under an actual rock, so I don't really know a lot of stuff. But I, my knowledge of pop culture has skyrocketed wow. since going in that group. So it is what well worth honor. the ad. What well an honor. It. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. Crystal, thank you so much for being on here. Yes. And we will talk to you all soon. See ya. Bye.